okay what what is mastering mastering is when you fine-tune the recording and you use different um, tools to the to that recording one of the tools is a parametric equalizer so I would go in to effects equalizer and here's your parametric equalizer too so what you're going to do with a parametric equalizer it's called feather EQing so you're going to make little tiny EQ moves if you make them too big you will set the recording out of phase so this is what professional mastering engineers do they do little tiny EQ moves like this make sure they're tiny one or two movements and what they'll do is play the recording back now what you really want to do is listen for when you play the recording back if it generally if it feels like the earth is gonna move because it sounds so nice then you're probably in phase and you're probably ready to uh, print it so the other tools for mastering are compression and a limiter so depend depending on the recording say you're doing something um, kind of you know maybe folk music or something like that you want to use a smooth compressor right um, say you're doing rock you want to use a heavier compressor so you can set it to a heavier compression and at the end there you at the after this you want to use a limiter so soft limiter or a hard limiter and again what limiters do they they keep the frequencies from jumping over the limit wherever you set it so and then you could you know if you have like noise or hiss in your recording you can use noise reduction um, in your recording too so you go noise reduction you would go maybe multi band noise reduction or apply special subtraction based on noise sample and that's basically it but you don't want to go through near field monitors when you're when you're doing a master it would be best to go through mastering monitors um, because the mastering monitors have a much a wider base frequency range and they can judge the music um, a lot more accurately and that's it I mean uh, well JBL has a mastering monitor that I think is under a thousand bucks and JBL a lot of them those are the monitors that professional recording engineers use and that's about it I mean you can go through those mastering plugins and they're really nice but these are the fundamentals of mastering if you do not get these fundamentals down like using the feather EQing um, you can go for those plugins but um, this is what the professional mastering engineers do and that's it okay let's take a look at your master chain 
So here's your gain control right here. Here's your parametric EQ you use for mastering. Here's your multiband compression. Uh, multiband compression compresses all the bands on the audio. Compressor, analog EQ, harmonic exciter, gives a little more punch to your mix. A limiter, it cuts down any um, clipping in your mix, kind of compresses the sound a little bit more so it's not jumping all over the place. Um, keep in mind, I think I've said this in another video, if you go plus 10 on a limiter, it becomes a compressor. So here's your metering. So your metering basically is the levels, but it also can be some mastering plugins have a meter thing <coughs> where it says it's in phase or out of phase so it's if the meter is showing in the minuses it's out of phase if it goes to the top where it says plus it's in phase so here's your master chain right here so you can apply this when you're mastering your audio um, again before you press it to CD use dither dither is white noise again and it cancels out any noise floor or whatever you set it to like maybe minus PD or something like that I mean you can use noise reduction too but dither is a good thing to cancel out any cupboard noise floor as well so you want to give that a shot all right This little diagram here in this single of around zero dB is called white noise. So what some recording engineers would do, if they have, say you have an inherited white noise or inherited noise at minus 30 dB. So what recording engineers will do just before they make a glass mask master, they'll put a layer of white noise and this is what it looks like so I mean in your DAW systems it's usually referred to as dither so just before you print the glass master it's a good idea to um, put a layer of white noise say you have any inherited white noise in your recording I mean you can always use noise reduction and all this but this is a technique that a lot of uh, engineers do they put a layer of white noise called dither and it will cancel out whatever noise floor you have uh, saying just for reference minus 30 DB whatever so just before you print the glass master um, this is a good technique to use so give that a try it's a good thing to do. Okay, these things here, it's from Primo Acoustic, the company. They're called Gobos. It's another terminology used in recording. So they stop reflections. Um, in the sound from bouncing off the walls it's down to tinny and all this anyways they're good to use and if you can get them like this and just put a couple in a room or something like that they're good to go and it'll probably just you know the reflections will just bounce onto this and 
it'll make your sound sound a lot fuller so Prima Acoustic has them and I'm sure there's other companies that you can get these from but they're good to have Okay, let's talk about a little bit about, about, about a the fuck. I got okay, what is masking? Masking is when an instrument, let's say it's it's a guitar or drums. Masking is when an instrument is overpowering an other instrument. So how do you deal with masking? Well, you would go into your EQ settings. equalizer you can play your file and you can use your graphic equalizer and just you know make settings EQ moves like this um, until the instrument seems to be more in balance and one is not um, overpowering the other so let's just try that so the guitar in here is kind of overpowering the the drums a little bit in this so I can adjust the EQ here and until you know there's more balance so you make it little EQ muse like so and apply them all right let's look at um, white noise and the signals of white noise <laughs> white noise is also called dither it, uh, most recording engineers will put it on just before they <clears throat> print a glass masker. Um, so this is looking at 0 dB. So this is normally what you want to shoot for on your mixing board. Most engineers already know that. So this is the white noise level. This is the dither level at minus 20 dB. So when you put it on here, so everything, if the noise level, you're hearing the noise level at minus 20 dB, putting dither on at minus 20 dB, it's gonna cancel the noise out. So anything at minus 20 dB to this level is gonna cancel the noise out. So the same thing with this one. There's just another diagram here. The white noise level, the, the noise level is at minus 30 dB. So you'd put dither to cancel out the noise at minus 30 dB. So this is, again, here's your normal zero dB single that you, you know, you want to shoot for when you're doing your recordings. Um, so this is just a diagram, so you can see where the noise level is by this form. Every once in a while you'll get pops and clicks in your audio. So a lot of recording softwares have uh, pop 
and click removal here. So in mine here I'd go under tools, auto click and pop restoration and it'll come up clicks and pops. You want to basically highlight where it is. So say it's in here somewhere. Um, you know you would highlight it and try to really isolate it um, and then use the pop and click remover. And you do that for stubborn clicks. Anyways, I want to make these videos kind of short and to the point so it gives you really fundamentals and things that you can use quickly to enhance your recordings and um, no fuss, no muss type of thing. Okay. Okay. What is a spectrum analysis? A spectrum analysis is a tool that measures frequencies. Um, so I'll give you an example here. I'm going into tools, frequency analysis, bring this up. Okay, so I'll play this file. So basically, you would look at this and see where the frequencies are jumping up. If you're jumping up too much, you want to get a little more balance in it. So, to stop this, I can go back into effects. Go into noise reduction. Apply auto spectrum subtraction. This is like uh, another balancing tool. So let's apply this to the um, to the audio. May take a little bit of a time here, because so this stuff is slow. I apologize for the wait. Yeah, anyways, it's taking too long. So anyways, so look at that. You go through the spectrum analysis. If you see any frequencies jumping up and down, you can use the spiral subtraction. And um, after you use that tool, go back to your you know frequency analyzer 